Amen. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you, Lord. We bless you for a time like this. We worship you, Holy Ghost. Uh, we pray that your presence, Lord, will be with us and you teach us your way. That you reveal yourself to us through your way. In the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. How are you all doing? Wonderful. Help me salute Reverend Dennis and his associates for the opportunity given me. Amen. It's always a, a blessed moment and a great time to be here in this wonderful auditorium. I mean, the most beautiful church in Ghana. <laughs> uh, I tell you, that is true. Praise the Lord. And, and wonderful people like you. Uh, I'm so happy. Greetings from your brethren at Padama. They are, they've also gathered celebrating the same occasion. And it's good that... Um, during a time like this, believers come together, we gather around everywhere, uh, trying to celebrate our Lord. And that alone is good. Praise the Lord. Um, it gives us hope. And we know that at least there is witness for our Lord. That his death is so meaningful to some of us. And so God bless you for... Um, Passing through the storms, the rain and nervous, and you are here. And that, that, that's, that's a testimony of your commitment. And it's good to um, see people like that. Amen. We are dealing with sacrifice. Um, as the, uh, the, 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 the main verse goes, by this we know love because he laid down his life for us and we also ought to lay down our life for others. Two things. By this we know what? Love. You see, love is demonstrated or manifested in this simple action. Amen. And that is, he laid down his life that was a demonstration of love. And it also urges us to do things. And so that's the sacrifice Jesus Christ made. And he wants us to also learn from him and make sacrifices for others. Tonight we will be dealing with the sacrifice of Christ. It's important to us. Hallelujah. Um, and probably maybe tomorrow, God willing, we come to the application of what Jesus Christ did. That's the second part. That you and I will be able to lay down our lives for others. That's the crux of the matter. Many people wouldn't want to do anything sacrificial. Most of the time, when I remember when we became Christians, When we became Christians, the kind of sacrifices we were making.
I compare it to what I see today, the young men and the young women in Christ, how difficult people want to sacrifice their time, sacrifice their leisure, sacrifice their talents for the things of God. It, it, it amazes me. And the secularization is eating into everything in this world, and people are always thinking of money, profit. What is in there for me? And so, before we talk, I would like to know what I will gain. And if, 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 if I'm not going to get anything, then, we, then it's non-starter. We are not going to talk at all. Hallelujah. Uh, so that one, we will deal with that tomorrow, God willing. Uh, but for tonight, let's look at what motivated Jesus Christ. Jesus' motivation to go to the cross and to offer that sacrifice which we always remember. It always, I mean, it amazes me that... Uh, on, that, on that Friday, people will wear black, but we call it a good Friday. Amen. That is good. See, we enjoy his sacrifice. He went through that painful experience, and so we want to identify ourselves with that. But at the same time, we are enjoying the benefits of that sacrifice. So it is good. Amen. It is good. If it is not good, you and I wouldn't be here. The devil will have just destroyed us and put us somewhere. But here we are. We are able to talk. We are able to pray. We can even bind the devil. And we speak the name of Jesus Christ and demons are running away. It is good. It is good. So these days, people can go to their hometown and celebrate a good Friday. They don't fear the witches again. It is good. So that makes it good, isn't it? A good Friday. But something motivated our Lord to the cross. And that's what we want to look into tonight. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 4 following. For it is not possible that... The blood of bulls and goats could take away sin. Therefore, when he came into this world, he said, Hallelujah. It was not possible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sin. That big problem of man, sin, which really entered into human race through our forefather, Adam. That changed our nature and everything. The nature of God to the nature of sin. The meditation of man. Our thoughts, our imagination and everything became sin. We were sinning involuntary. You don't even have to be trained to sin. You get this back to your child and the child will grow into committing sin. Nobody will have to sit down and teach somebody what to do, what not to do. But naturally, it is with man. 
And that has been the problem God has been dealing with before the coming of Christ. The blast of bulls and goats and others. Every year, yearly ritual, people sacrificing, confessing, thinking that probably. And by those rituals, we will have forgiveness of sin. And yet, God sees the blood and he was able to somehow um, move with the people. But the sin nature was still a problem. So somebody had to come whose blood would be able to wash away and remove that sin nature, that sin consciousness. That's what the church must deal with today. And people are not conscious about some of these things. And that's why many people also do not really appreciate fully what Jesus did. And if we really understand how his blood is able to take away that desire, that nature, so that we will be able to live and live for God. Instead of constantly imagining evil, constantly thinking of evil, we begin to think of good. We begin to desire to do that which is good. And that which comes out of us, the Lord accepts it. You see, hitherto, no matter what good you do, the Bible says it's like a filthy rag. It wouldn't go anywhere because it cannot meet the standard of God. But with his blood, God sees us through the blood. And our nature, the nature in us, is righteous. And therefore, that which cometh out of us, God accepts it. That's what he did. Jesus said, it was not possible. That means, people tried. He thought it would work. That, that, that's the meaning of that. For it is not possible. It is not possible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sin. Hallelujah. And because of that, that's the word, therefore, when he came into this word, he said, sacrifice and offering you did not desire. There were some sacrifices going on. But those who were not good sacrifices, the master really desired. Because it could not meet the standard. You see, the wrath of God revealed against in nature, nothing could pacify God. It doesn't matter how many bulls or goats, the blood that will be poured, it never satisfies God. Amen. Therefore, even in the Old Testament, the grace of God was still working. God would just look at those blood, it atoned for their sin. Atone means it just cover it. It does not remix or erase it. Are you understanding me? Alright, so uh, Jesus said, it, 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 it's not possible. There's no way we can, we can try and make it. It doesn't matter the strict measures we put in place. 
is not possible. Hallelujah. Therefore, Jesus Christ, when he came to this world, he said, Sacrifice offering you did not desire, but a body you have prepared for me. Hello? You see, so instead of the sacrifice of bulls and goats and others, Jesus said, you have prepared my body. That was his motivation. He found out that man has been struggling. We are trying to use many means to achieve God. But they were not possible. So all those sacrifices were not possible. But a body you have prepared for me. So, so Jesus Christ saw his body as a prepared offering. You see, it was not something he was going to hold on to. I have come with my body prepared to be offered as sacrifice for mankind. That, 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 that informed us of his commitment. You see, Jesus Christ knows this. Whatever he did, he saw it through the looking glasses of this purpose. On that purpose, he chose his friend. On that purpose, he identified his enemy. So when Judas kissed him and betrayed him for him to be crucified, he described him as a friend because Judas was helping him to fulfill his purpose. And so the purpose of Jesus Christ on earth was not identified by, I mean, certain preferences that generally people want. Because somebody who is kissing you to betray you cannot be a friend. Definitely, he will be an enemy. Amen. But Jesus Christ said, friend, you are my friend. You are helping me fulfill my purpose on earth. And when just, I mean, Peter wanted to stop him, Peter said, Jesus, don't say that. After he had confessed that he was the Messiah, that was a revelation. And Peter didn't know the full implication of being a Messiah. So Jesus Christ told him that he had to be betrayed, crucified, and resurrect. Peter said, no. Jesus, don't say that. We've left everything to follow you. We know that you are really going to conquer and give us some positions. And you are telling us that you are going to die. Far be from you. Probably you say, Tofiakwa. Emparewo. Sewubewu. And Jesus said, get behind me, Peter. You see, so he identified his friends and his enemies by the purpose. Are you understanding me? He identified his purpose. He said, you're giving me a body. That body I have come to sacrifice. To take place of that booze and goats. Which men, to take away that which men have been battling with. Hallelujah. In burnt offering and sacrifice for sin, you have no pleasure. Then said I, Behold, I have come 
In the volume of the book, it is written of me to do your will, O God. You see, so Jesus Christ, apart from the fact that God had prepared him to do that, he also submitted his will to the Father. He said, then said I. You see, and God wouldn't force anybody to do anything on earth here. So Jesus Christ responded to the call of the Father. Say, Lord, I have come. And my purpose is defined in the book. In the volume of the book. That's the Bible. It is written about me. I have come to do Jawel. Praise the Lord. You see, that was Christ's motivation. That's why when the time came for him to be crucified, he set his face like a flint. And nothing could stop him from doing that. He had it at the back of his mind that he had come to do that job. And everything is secondly. All other things will just help him to fulfill that single purpose. To sacrifice himself for you and I. That's a great motivation, praise the Lord, that the church of God needs to learn from. That's why the pain that he went through and those things, Jesus Christ never complained. And he accepted it. It doesn't mean that he didn't suffer the pain. Some people think that, well, he was a spiritual being and therefore he didn't go through the pain. If he was not going to go through the pain, then it wasn't necessary for him to come. God, you just cannot come and do some funny thing just to deceive us on earth here. He literally went through the pain. He shed the blood from every part of his body. Right from the Garden of Gethsemane. When he was praying and blood was oozing, and when they did the pull off his beard, literally, for the blood to come, when they put that tongue crown upon him for the blood to come, when they whipped him, beat the whole body, everything was like blood, and carrying the cross and driving the nails through the hands and the feet, and piercing the side. All these things, he literally suffered the pain. That was the sacrifice he paid for us. He shed the blood, that innocent blood. He shed it for, for you and I. And this blood fell on this world and cleansed everything. And today you and I can look unto him every day, every time. And we receive redemption. And we receive cleansing. And we receive that benefit. We receive our healing. We receive our protection. We receive our deliverance. Because he paid it all. Hallelujah. Behold, I have come to do your will, O God. He taketh away the first, that he may have been restored the former. Hallelujah. Okay, let me keep reading. Previously saying, 
sacrifice and offering, burnt offering and offering for sin ye did not desire, nor have pleasure in them which are offered according to the law. Then he said, I will, O God. He taketh away the first that he may establish the second. By that we will have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ for all. By that we will be what? Sanctified. That is the word. Sanctified. He cleanses us and makes us clean and whole as if we have never seen before. That is how the Master sees us. It's a mystery. Many people cannot take it. How can a blood like that shed for 2,000 years and a tail working today? Can our mind will not understand this? But spiritual mind can understand it very clear. And we take it. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You and I, once for all, the Lord offered himself for us. The Bible says, Jesus Christ said, The Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister. That is to serve you and I. And to give his life as ransom for many. Amen. You understand that? A ransom that he gave his life in place of ours to redeem us. He redeemed us by that ransom. That instead of you, he has taken the place. That's the mercy of God. That God will not judge you according to your deeds. The punishment that you deserve, he poured it on the sun. So that the, 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 the righteousness that you don't deserve, that's the grace. He imputed it on you. That's what Jesus Christ did. When did he arrive in Christ? I am a Antiwoo, and the Etiopian Kasase Ogyangu for my Edensiyebo. The Kachrebon Samsebon Samen he found a free bar. Free hope to be free. Ekoda ni a de free. Obiye Antiminya yehi. If we say yes, Christ was here. It means Kasebi Eko. But thank God for His blood. We are cleansed. We are protected. We are covered. The enemy has no power over us. We are so bold we can talk and walk free. As we talk and we walk, something works on our behalf. The blood of Jesus is still working. That sacrifice is still sticking. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Enemy Yaku Kodra Yaginasu de Kasa. The Bonsamuni Wine. Nice to hear the PBR. Amen. Now, Sassan is so called a sacrifice. There are so many things they sacrifice for us. I want to take some few of them and we discuss tonight. Hallelujah. Number one, 
The sacrifice of Christ is the panacea for the ail of sin. Jesus Christus' sacrifice you know, is a panacea or solution or remedy. You see, man couldn't find solution to the ail of sin. Look, it doesn't matter how disciplined they put you through. Because that thing is in it. Hallelujah. You see, but the blood of Jesus Christ is the remedy. The true solution to the ill of sin. That's the sacrifice Jesus offered for you and I. So today, we can overcome sin. You see, you can't tell me that, look, sin, we are, a sin is part of us. We were born in sin. We were brought up in sin. And we've grown in sin. And therefore, we are going to die in sin. And then, then whatever sin we commit, well, the grace of God is there to carry us. Look, the grace of God empowers you to overcome sin. The sacrifice of our Lord Jesus Christ is the panacea of the air of sin. Today you can speak boldly. Hey, devil, I overcome sin. I overcome evil. I am the righteousness of God. I live my life for Christ. And nobody can hold me captive. Nothing, no evil, no, 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 no character can really bound me again. I'm delivered and I'm free. God has given me that power and that will. And when I decide to do that, his power will back me to do it. Ladies and gentlemen, let's make up our mind that we can. We will be able because of his blood. For Jesus has dealt with it. Hallelujah. We can make it. You see, so if there is anything nature bothering you, I mean, don't give up. I mean, don't give up hope. Just surrender to Jesus Christ. You see, anytime you open that page for Christ, he takes over and he will give you the strength to overcome. We are unlike the worldly people who try self-discipline. Self-discipline wouldn't take you anywhere. You may try to um, put in place one or two plans and three solutions and try to follow that regime for some time in your life. But it's not going to take you anywhere. One day you'll break it. But here, as we look up to the cross, as we look up to Jesus and what he did, he will save us. It is a panacea to the ill of sin. Hallelujah. First John chapter 1, verse 7. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. You see, that's the secret. 
If we walk in the light, what's the light? The Word of God. The reason why many people are not making it is they are not walking in the Word of God. They are walking in their own wisdom, their own knowledge, their own plan. And that doesn't work. That's the light. The word is the light to my path. Hallelujah. And the lamb, my feet. That's the first thing. The reason why some Christians are not able to deal with that same problem is not because the blood of Jesus Christ is not powerful. It's because they are not ready to walk in the light of the way. We must determine to walk in the light. What a way. And secondly, and we have fellowship one with another. And that's very important. If you are a Christian and well, you are always staying home, you come to church one in every three weeks. Or once every fortnightly. The midweek service, nil. You come to Easter Sunday service, that's regular. The first Sunday of the year, that's regular. And the rest, once in a month you come. You don't have fellowship one with another. You see, as we share fellowship, we, I mean, iron sharpens iron. We bear one another. Brethren and, I mean, believers who begin to really encourage you. You see other people who are striving to live for Christ, and they inspire you. Oh, this brother, this sister is doing it. Why can't I? You hear somebody's testimony, and it tears you up. That's, that's how we do it. So if we walk in the light and we have fellowship with one another, the blood of Jesus, the Son, cleanses us from all things. Praise the Lord. That's what the sacrifice of Jesus did for us. We can overcome it. Hallelujah. People are trying to make us accept it that, oh, sin is part of us and therefore uh, we, we need to go. That's not true. Hallelujah. Sin is not part of us. It's foreign to the righteous character of our Lord Jesus Christ. Number two, that sacrifice also is the peacemaker for our reconciliation with God. That sacrifice, it brought peace. And reconcile us with Christ, with God. You see, Colossians chapter 1 verse 20. And by him to reconcile all things to himself. By him, whether things on earth or things in heaven. Having made peace through the blood of his cross. Having made what? Peace. You see, before this time, we were enemies with God. God couldn't bear with our sin. It was this sacrifice that brought the peace and brought the reconciliation. What is reconciliation? That it is bringing us back to God. Hallelujah. 
bringing us in alignment in our relationship with the Master, that we are now reconciled. There's no enmity. There is peace. Now I can go to God every day, every time, every moment. You know what happened when Adam and Eve sinned? The Bible said they heard the voice of God in the garden and they hid themselves somewhere. And God said, Adam, Adam, where are you? And Adam said, when we heard our voice, we ran away because we are naked. You see? And man started protecting himself and running away from God. That's where the enmity started. Praise the Lord. Because of sin, people run away from God. But now we have peace. He is our peace. He's taking away that enmity, that sin. And therefore you and I have the freedom to talk with our Father. That's why prayer should be pleasure. Amen. It shouldn't be a burden. It should be pleasure going before our Father, talking to Him, and enjoying His presence. Are you understanding me? This is what Christ did for us. That's why we, 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 we are so happy, and, and that gives us the confidence that we are no more in trouble with Christ has satisfied him. He poured his blood. The Father is always looking after the blood. And he accepts you. Amen. We have peace with our master. We can talk to him. We can, we can communicate with him. Every moment. That's what the blood did for us. Jesus Christ shed that blood. That you and I will have that kind of peace. Reconciliation. Peacemaker. The same blood, the same sacrifice. Is the price for our redemption free. Hallelujah. Amen. Look at the flow. Amen. You see, number one is what? A panacea. Number two is a peacemaker. Number three is a price. Are you following the flow? That's what the sacrifice did for you and I. It's a price for our redemption from sin slavery. Titus 2.14 Who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people zealous for good work. Amen. It's a price for our redemption. You see? It means that Christ bought us back. He didn't, I mean, he didn't pay anything to the devil, but he shed his blood to satisfy the master so that he will accept us. You understanding me? That's what he did. 
It's a price he paid. You didn't pay that. He paid it all for you. For free. Amen. It's a price he paid for your redemption. So that he will buy you from the slavery of sin. So tonight you can say that sin has no dominion over you. Because you are not of him. Hallelujah. You are of the master. Sin cannot control you anymore. Hallelujah. You are the master of sin today. Jesus Christ did it. He gave himself for us that he might redeem us from every lawless deed. Every sinful deed. He redeemed you. Bought you back. And he purified you for himself. You see? He did not only buy you. He has also purified you. That means you are pure. You are holy. The devil cannot suggest to you that you are not. You don't have to listen to the suggestions of the devil. The devil will always cast doubt on that which God has done. But it's up to you to rise to your feet and begin to put your feet down and tell the devil what the Bible has said is true for me. And Jesus did that. And purified himself his own special people. Zealous, that's the way. But good works. That you, 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 you release your zeal for the good things of Christ. You see, that's where many Christians are lacking today. For all Christ did for us, we are not showing serious commitment. Probably God willing, tomorrow we deal with that. Now let me tell you, brethren, we must show appreciation to what Christ has done. As Christians, we need to go back for that old-time religion, old-time Christianity, where people will rise up and begin to move, whether food or no food. Whether transportation or no transportation, we are going to walk at all costs and by all means, the work must be done. That's the kind of spirit we want to see today. Very radical people who are all out for the things of God. God is looking at him. We must bring it back. That's sacrificial living. For God. Amen. That he might purify himself own special people. Amen. Number four. It is also the power which enables us to overcome Satan's malice. That sacrifice gives us power to overcome the devil. I think Reverend Isaac quoted this verse before he introduced me. Revelation chapter 12, verse 11. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb, and by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives unto death. You see, that sacrifice gave us power to overcome the devil. Amen. And his destruction. He can't deceive us anymore. Hallelujah. That is it. It is the blood. Ladies and gentlemen, you are an overcomer. I want to emphasize this place very well. 
The Bible says, Whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. When we are talking about the world, we talk about the God of this world. That's the devil. We overcome him. The system of this world. The demonic system that have put in place, which is trying to control everything in this world. The Bible says, by the blood, we overcome that. Amen. Whatsoever is born of God, overcome. We must have that thing in mind. That we are overcoming. We are winning the battle. You see, many Christians are always operating from defeatist mentality. Always what they are thinking is what the devil is about to do to me. That is why the so-called prophets in Ghana are thriving. Because they will always get clients. And who are these? And most of them are in the churches. They are fearful Christians who don't know what Christ has done for them. They are fearful Christians who don't know what the blood of Jesus has done for them. I remember when I became born again, early in those days. And some Christian sisters who were trying to help us told us, hey, see the devil is so strong. It's very, very, very powerful. Because those days, we, I, I, I always want to go out for dumb broadcasts, go to schools to preach, go to hospital and others. So they were advising me, when you go out to preach, don't preach against the devil. Because if you do that, the devil will attack you. And I accepted it. But unfortunately, when I preach, I begin to attack the devil. And as soon as I come home, nightmare. So one day, Reverend Amuakuk visited us. And I told him, I said, Oh, you, 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 now my mom told me to take your bonsam and I walked in in our house. Now the DPS me niyamo. What is that? Bonsam wamu. Yes, we want to take your house. Now I'm campus. I walk over the dimqua. Oh, mom, mom, go. What can I take a picture? No, not take your house. So Just that. He didn't pray for me. I accepted it. From that day, I preach against the devil. I sleep for free. You see, that's what knowledge can do. When people begin to understand what God has done, that I saw Satan falling from heaven like enlightenment, and I've given you power and authority to tread up and all the power of the enemy, and nothing. My goodness, absolutely nothing shall by any means just it. I got my deliverance without prayer. Amen. I had it. Let me tell you, brethren, just how it is. There are some beliefs and matters when we accept, the devil will get us. You just have to believe and know that, look, the blood of Jesus has taken care of. 
We overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. That kind of sacrifice is a costly sacrifice. That sacrifice really was so precious, my brother and sister. And therefore, we don't have to joke with it. We must appreciate the sacrifice and walk in it efficacy. Hallelujah. Otherwise, it's nothing. That is the reason why we can move around. And the devil cannot touch us. Let me tell you, the devil is real. His forces are real. And the power of God is also real. And the good news is we've taken sides with the most powerful one. And therefore we can walk through. You see, it's not that um, well, um, maybe the devil is not there and then the power of God and we are just talking about it. No, 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 no. You see, when some people tried it, the sons of Sceva, when, when miracles became commonplace, and the people were just performing miracles in Acts 19, you see, the Bible says, Paul, the Lord wrought special miracles through Paul. You see, why, why the distinction special? The special means there were common miracles. Every believer was performing miracles. That, that's that's the desire. We want to get every believer performing miracles to the extent that even the apron of Paul, you take it and you throw on a, a demoniac and the demon will go. Isn't that good? You see, some of you, when you watch television and somebody says, in the name of Jesus, so, hey, hey, uh, hey, it's wonderful, hey, this is marvelous. Oh, it's nothing. It's common. What did I say? It's common. Every believer has the power. Hello? If you read Mark 16, 15 following, I'll come back to what I'm saying. He said, This man shall follow them who believe in my name. The first thing is what? They will cast out devils. That's the first miracle. So casting out demons... Is the most common thing. So when you watch TV and you see some of those things, don't rush to those churches. It's nothing new. I mean, you just have to, anytime you see the devil tormenting somebody, just be bold and command in the name of Jesus, I command you to come out. You see the reaction. It's going to work for you. I mean, that's how the blood has empowered us. That's what the sacrifice of Jesus earned for you and I. Praise the Lord. We must be empowered, having that. And so that we don't waste our time going to these psychics. Those prophets, I call them psychics. You see, in America, they are everywhere. They have their, I mean, their, their shops. The psychic readers, you go there and you pay probably $50 and they start telling you what the devil can do and what the devil is doing. And they'll be mentioning some names, African names. You will hear them mentioning Ajua Manu. You say, hey, but let me tell you, at the end of the day, they can't solve your problem. All they see is what the devil is about to do. You see, that's not necessary. You don't need to hear that. Amen. Amen. 
that's the kind of psychic people are using here. And unfortunately, some Christians fall for that. You tell them everything. When they go home, they will come and say, Mama Munti, they are suffering. They can't know. no, no, they are no, no. Why yes, she? Now what is why no? They are making some phone call, baby. I mean, phone call. Now what's going on? Ah, the Oslo party of one. One kind. Contest me or babu. Oslo party of one. No, what's going on? Now we did next week. Quick, quick, quick. Oh, yeah, you walk up. Everybody, they were on him. And so, um, I hope you have been seeing. Yeah, I mean, dear man, I'm out of power. You say, fire, Juma, we sing. I mean, we're winning. Oh, and she may come. Eh? Now, what? 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 Now, now, what? We are winning. We are battling. Now, what? We can't see. We are actually. Now, we are solid. Hallelujah. Many a man in a matonia hemp, Najapa de Fui, and the Kohun. I've seen him make seven times. I'm not paying so you. They are not paying. Therefore, I am a million dumb drunkards. No, they could get it. Now, I've seen him for your son in front back to Penaka. I've seen him for your Siawa. Now, Mr. Mammy, was standing for no man found for Bunko to get a haya, a vampire, a vampire. I did share me to one of the Why are free? Free. Why do you waste your time on the psychic? They have nothing for you. The blood, the sacrificial blood of Jesus has given you power to overcome Satan and the powers of the enemy. Praise the Lord. You see, so doesn't God wrought special miracles through the hands of Paul. In the ephron of Paul was casting out demons and the sons of Stephen. They thought it was some magic. So they also went to a demoniac. I will assure you, in the name of Jesus, who Paul preaches. And the demoniac said, I know Jesus, and I know Paul. And what about you? And he beat them, taught their sins and everything. See? So what I'm saying is, the demons, they are real. And the power of God is also there. But the good news is, the power of God is greater than that of the devil. And therefore, if you and I, we trust in that, that sacrifice is working for us. It works. You, you, you must live here today empowered, knowing that somebody offered a sacrifice that has elevated you above the devil. And therefore, you don't fear that devil. Hallelujah. 
And you can also it victoriously. You don't have to serve God in fear and in trembling. When I talk about fear, I'm not talking about reverential fear. I'm talking about phobia. Hallelujah. You see, and lastly, a sacrifice will potentially constrain us to live for God. That will help us to live for God. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 15. He died for all, that those who live should live no longer for themselves, but for him who died and rose again. He died for all, that those who live, that's you and I, will no longer live for themselves. Hello? That's, that, that's the thing. You are no longer going but you are going to live for God. The one who died and rose again. You see, I like the, the, the end. The one who died and rose again. That means he has the power. He's gone there and come back. We must believe it. They are not just story. They are not just some history. It's a true fact. And still working. He died and rose again. And giving you power to live for him. You can live for him. These days you don't hear those songs again. All we hear is resource. It's good anyway. We've been liberated. Hallelujah. By those days you come and say, I live for Jesus. Day after day, I live for Jesus. Let come what may, the Holy Spirit. I obey. I live for Jesus. Day, day after, then we are jumping and you know say, then we are clapping and jumping and see. Then you feel that yeah, you are high in the spirit. Today, we've packed those songs. And now, we've reached Me minute. Oh, a minute. Go on, so I see me there walk. Then, I need to fast. Convince you. I inject it. Wonderful. Praise the Lord. Let me tell you, brethren, we, we, we've got to appreciate that what Jesus did for us. And begin to move in us. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ said, look, those booze and goals cannot do it. And therefore I have come. I have prepared my body for that way. And lo, in the forum of the book, it is written about me. A body that had prepared for me to sacrifice. And that sacrifice has delivered you and I. It's the solution, the panacea for the air of sin. It's the peacemaker for our reconciliation with God. Because of Christ, we have peace. It's the price of our redemption. Very precious one. Nobody could pay that. It is just the blood that did it. It's the power that enables us 
to overcome Satan. That's why today we stand here, we talk, we jump, we do everything, and we go home for free. The devil cannot touch us because the power enables us to do that. And it also constrains us to be able to live for Christ, potentially. Hallelujah. That is where the Lord has brought us. Amen. Number six. It is the pattern for our imitating in dying to self. That sacrifice sets a pattern. That's, that's where we are going to move on to, God willing, tomorrow. John chapter 12, verse 24 and 25. Most assuredly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. Who loves his life will lose it, and he who hates his life will keep, and in this world, will keep it. Amen. You see, so, that, that, he, he offered himself that you and I will also offer ourselves. A grain of wheat must also fall so that it will bear much fruit. That's the pattern. He set the standard for us to follow. Number seven. The propeller in Christian service, it will propel us to do something for him. Second Corinthians 5.14 For the love of Christ compels us because we judge us that if one died for all, then all die. Hallelujah. You see? So if Christ died for us, then all die. For the love of Christ compels us because we judge us that if one died for all, then all died. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So Christ has made us alive. And we are walking in him. He is our pattern. And he is moving us to really live for him. And also die for him. Amen. If he died for us, then we should die for him. Die to the flesh. And live for him. Live for his glory. And live for his purpose. Commit to that which he has called you to do. And he will work through you. We will win the battle. He will carry us where he wants us to be. He will really push us to the point. Because he died for us. We the sacrifice. We let the sacrifice go waste. In our own life. Of course, that sacrifice will not be waste. But in your own life, you must make use of the sacrifice. It will leave the power, it will leave the glory, it will leave everything. The Bible says we were dead in trespass and sin. We couldn't do anything right. We missed the mark. We crossed the line. We had no purpose. Our life and everything were in accordance with the things of the devil. And therefore we were the children of wrath. By nature. By God. Thank be to God. 
But Christ, His sacrifice, His grace, He has redeemed us. He's changed us. He's changed the course. He's really raised us into a point where you and I will be able to make impact in this life. You can change things in this nation. You can change things. In, you can change things at your workplace. You can change things among your friends. You can change things. Not because of anything, but because of what he did. He has done it all. He paid it full. And you can really make it. Yes, you feel to I am. What are you watching? 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 Hallelujah. Let us lift up our hands before the Lord. As we go before the Lord. Tell God we thank you for your sacrifice. We thank you for the sacrifice. We thank you for the good work. Oh yes, my God. We praise your name. Lift up your voice and begin to pray right now. Kara, show appreciation to him. Karimo Sakarababa. That sacrifice paid for your sin and paid for your sickness. By that sacrifice, your sickness is paid. And you can claim your healing. Every weakness in the body is gone. You just have to apply the blood, the sacrifice. It changes everything in the name of Jesus. Now lift up your voice and begin to pray. Karabo Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Begin to thank God. Karabo Sibrandere Bebela Baba. Miniri Kuruanda Sakabruniri Mukumaha. Hallelujah. 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 Kabrehe Talama Mama. Katalama Bashabana. Be
Christ also paid for our sicknesses, paid for our sins, gave us solution for sin. You may be here tonight. You are battling with sin problem. And you don't know how to overcome it. Tonight I want you to claim your deliverance. It's just a simple thing. If you don't know Christ, accept Him as a Savior, and you are on your way to victory. You may be a Christian, but you have not really surrounded, grappling with this nature. Tonight, to pray and get a release. If you have any sickness anywhere, just put your hand there. And as I pray, I take a command. Command every sickness to go. Command every program in the body to leave. In the name of Jesus Christ. And so that you receive a liberation. Liberty. In the name of Jesus. I take a command over every weakness. Every sickness. In the body. Here. I command you devil. Leave. Lose your hope. Take off your hand from everyone here. And I declare liberty. Receive healing. In the name of Jesus. Let the chains of the devil be broken. The shackles of the evil one break. The yoke and the burden be broken right now. Let there be a relief. In the spirit, in the soul. And the body of the people of God. I declare liberty. I preach the sacrifice of Jesus Christ wrought for us. Receive that touch tonight. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Father, I declare tonight. That I am your righteousness. I am an overcomer. I defeat the devil. And I walk in liberty. I walk in righteousness. I walk in your power. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I apply the sacrificial blood. In my life. And in my family. In Jesus' name. I declare my liberty. Thank you, O oh Lord, for your work on the cross. In Jesus' name. Come on, give God a big hand. Praise the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Victory in the Hallelujah. By His sacrifice. 